On this week's Hashtag Hong Kong, Mervyn Zhang, chairman of Hong Kong Education Policy Concern Organization, shares his concerns about school closures. In recent years, commencement of new academic years in some schools is increasingly haunted by the prospect of coming under the X on account of the growing difficulty to attract enough number of students to cross the numerical thresholds laid down for the annual head-counting exercise, which was conducted on September 15th by the Education Bureau, EDB. In the current school year, five primary schools have not been allocated subsidized primary one classes, and three secondary schools, according to their decisions, do not operate secondary one classes. Stressing repeatedly that the declining classrooms have become structurally linked with the city's dropping birth rate, which returned it only 32,500 babies in 2022. The EDB have ruled out further reduction in class size as a way to tackle the student enrollment problem. Given a realistic look at the territory's demographic trends, it is next to impossible to arrest the shrinkage of population in a school-age cohort. In the present year, children aged 6 come to 57,300 in number, but will go down to 50,000 in six years, representing a downward slide of 13%. On the other hand, those eligible for secondary one placements will diminish from 71,600 at present to around 60,000 in six years, marking a plunge of 16%. Overall, the EDB estimated a 15% fall in the SAR's student population over the next six years. In the absence of any foreseeable changes, this implies that each year, there are bound to be schools being phased out from the sector, either because of headwind from parents falling patronage or changes in the social environment in the areas where they are located. This is precisely the circumstantial context in a closure declared last week of precious broad primary school in Wafu Estates in Pokfulam, which is set to stop admitting primary one pupils starting from 2025. The school has cited a curtailment in student numbers and the redevelopment of the Wafu Estate as the reasons for ceasing operations which are beyond the management's effective control. Meanwhile, the Rosary Hill Secondary School is seen by parents, students and teachers as having delivered abruptly a discontinuation statement that is highly selfish and disappointing and has drawn surprisingly a clarification from the school's principal in rebuttal of the supervisor's claim of a reduction in intake numbers and the associated strain on the school's finances that have compounded the Dominican missions is sponsoring organization to call a stop to its work by the end of the 2025 to 26 school year. Teachers were also reported to have complained about their being kept in the dark, about the decision to shut down the school before the news went public. Under the closure plan, Dominican Missions would hand over its kindergarten and primary school to Dalton School Hong Kong for the next academic year. Furthermore, privately funded Dalton School will extend its international stream to the Rosary Hill School after all students in the senior forms complete their education in 2025 to 26. This would then conclude the school's roles and responsibilities as a government-aided secondary school. 
such a metamorphosis of Rosary Hill's functional framework has raised vital concerns over the educational equity the school has hitherto offered as an aided school, regardless of the socio-economic backgrounds of students being schooled there. This basic educational equality, which guarantees fundamental rights and access to the same public sector school education serving to alter students' fate through proper knowledge acquisition, will soon be eclipsed by a considerably higher class and costly mode of operation that will practically exclude grassroots children from participating. To bring enrollment-driven school close-downs to a soft landing, the EDB have indicated that the number of schools would be reduced in a gradual and orderly manner to ensure the optimal use of public funds. Educational authorities have also said that schools in the grip of contracting student intakes to seek continued survival by looking for mergers with other schools in similar circumstances. It is worth noting that there are more schools opting on their own to integrate with others in the same school's sponsoring groups or choosing to close their operation in anticipation of enrollment difficulties in the upcoming years. Recent cases in the latter category point to the fact that schools founded by the same sponsoring groups are indeed doing well in other districts where the environments for school operations are different. This points strongly to the unnecessary consideration of the face dimension on the reallocation of educational resources within the same school sponsoring body. Where appropriate, the EDB should play a go-between role on information and procedures relating to possible mergers among schools interested in striking a new format for partnership. Is it not worth considering that a central register of a restricted nature be set up to record schools with similar intent and purpose to merge for survival, which will facilitate initial contact and exploration on both sides, leaving the details on deal to be negotiated by the school's management teams at a later stage? Early communications between the EDB and schools struggling at the margin are suggested to alert at an early stage their susceptibility to closure for lack of adequate students. A new era in the city's education has set in, which calls for new ideas about positive development in school education. It demands innovative ideas and approaches, serving to retain precious experience and expertise that are crucial for the successful training of new generations of leaders and citizens since their school days. Well, here I wish to dedicate a song, classic song with uh, educational significance by the name of To Serve With Love to all educators, parents and students here in Hong Kong.